Hey, we're back, obviously, at Carnival of Randomness, and uh, Greg exploded. He kind of spontaneously and combusted again, being a drummer. So uh, he might, we might put him back together. We're working on it now. We've got the Oompa Loompas. We borrowed them from Willy Wonka's factory, and we hopefully get them together. But otherwise, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I have a really good guest, and I'm very thrilled. We have, we've decked out the studio in Pink Flamingos for her, even. It's a, <laughs> glad to welcome Jen Marks. Hey. This is amazing. So, hey. I can't help but think of that story we told each other. Still, it's like I'll, I'll go back a little. When my friend Jenny, not you, a different one, uh, met John Lydon. And she said, it's like, how was he? Well, he was a bit of a prick. And then she paused and goes, it was awesome. That's what I expected. And I remember I'm tying it in. When we met John Waters, I think our both thing was, what a disappointment. He was nice. Yeah, Remember yeah, this? it was. And I, I wanted him to be a little bit more, like, slimy <laughs> and, like, kind of creepy. And he was just everything you wanted, really. And did but... you meet him before? It was we, He came in town for John Waters Christmas. Well. There he goes. Uh, hey, I this... do recognize you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know you are. I was all screwed up. Today. Yeah. <laughs> you can Helper. always count on me. Mr. Helper. Nice of you to join the discussion. <laughs> So there was a thing 30 years ago, this Korean conflict, so. <laughs> <laughs> what now? <laughs> <laughs> Just get your picture. You scream. made it. I got a screaming headache, too. Do oh. you? Did you get out after it last night? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just, I don't know. And okay, now Adlib, we're talking about John Waters <laughs> Christmas special, okay. Christmas show. Yes, we met him. Did you oh, meet? Him? I saw, I saw I didn't a picture. Yeah, we're on. on. Oh. It's What's the that? carnival. It's well, wait, let me get my game face on. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good morning. You're here. Right, yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. So now you, I saw you because you had pictures with them too. Did you yeah. see it before? John Waters came to the Oakstein. Oh, it's hilarious Christmas special. So good. So good. He's doing. It's playing in Buffalo this year in December. I think at Babeville again. Yeah, Babeville. I love Babeville. John John Waters. Waters. You know who he is. Oh, the director. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's so cool. Yeah. And I had a song at the time. The Pink Flamingo was so cute on Canal Street. (laughs) And I have a really great, really great client named Jan, who's real creative, and she writes. And we just started kind of like outlining like how I could cold call image out and see what I could do to like do parties for them so they were really receptive to it and I ended up helping Carrie Lawton at Lux throw a Pink Flamingo Salon pop-up party where she donated all of the proceeds to AIDS Rochester and John Waters name on that night she did all these drink specials and me and Sarah McPike we did beehives and like people were paying a buck for us to draw little mustaches on them. So because of that, yeah, he's an interesting guy. We were able to do this like pre meet with him at the um, what was the mansion on Mount Hope, one of those like bed and breakfasts, Elwinger Berry Estate. That's what it was. And he was so beautiful and in his come de garcon suit and Harley. My boyfriend at the time had brought a Playboy that they had written about. Like, they would do articles of, like, you know, if you were an author, you'd get, like, a couple pages or whatever. And so John Waters was in this, um, you know, one of the issues. And he was so stoked to sign Harley's 
magazine. I was so jealous. I was like, no, I want John Waters to be my best friend. Like, I want him to think I'm the coolest here. <laughs> what brought him to town? What was his... Uh, the garbage does... plates. No. <laughs> and the Christmas thing. Like, yeah, he John loves Waters to do is doing... John Christmas. Waters loves Christmas. It's probably, you could figure it, it's oh. such a cheesy junk holiday yeah. that he loves Christmas. So he does, he's actually coming to Bayville in Buffalo. John, give us money. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> but, broke. I'm pregnant. Yeah. And we need money. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> so, but he does a John Waters Christmas. He's done a John Waters Christmas album, which features other artists. Oh, okay. And he brought his Christmas show to Hoax And I would say, now this was like, probably like seven. Longer. Longer, about ten years, ten years ago. Ten, wow. I'd say in that category. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And he just, a, he does like spoken word. Very interesting. Yeah, you would dig it. But the thing I said about him too was like pink flamingos. You know, I go, you know, okay, you're not going to believe this, but first I thanked him. I said, I've seen like Towson rats. I used to live in Alexandria. And he said, well, you know, it's pretty rich. I go, no, the rats are pretty big. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. But then we were talking. I said, like, thanks for getting me through Catholic schools. But I said, like, okay, Pink Flamingos, i got to be confessing. Okay, everybody knows the scene. I don't want to talk about because I'll gag on air. Uh, <laughs> the, scene. the scene. What freaked me out, though, was that thing at the beginning when there's Edith Massey and the little baby, baby cotton, cotton. And you said, Freak me out. <laughs> it's really freak. Yeah. Is this it's a movie? Terrible. I've never seen it. You've never Pink seen Flamingos? Pink Flamingos? No. You could control. borrow it. Yeah. It's basically about a bunch of sicko perverts battling each other and divine to be the most disgusting person in the world. Yes. Oh, okay. And I'll try to tell you, you want to hear the last thing that grosses everybody out? Sure. Uh, we mm-hmm. might have to, you might have to host the rest of the show if I start getting my yeah. voice to go. Uh, <laughs> Okay, you want to? I can say it. I can. Divine eats a dog turd, a real one. Uh, yeah, like you watch the dog poop. And, and I think I think terrible. John Watterson when Divine ate, we all did too. Divine, I guess, called the doctor, his doctor, and was like, you know, hypothetically speaking, I'm asking for a friend. Yo, <laughs> you get sick. Oh yeah, it's like when you call emergency. Dog. Well, there's a cucumber stuck up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how this doorknob got up here, but yeah, so. I guess, like they were saying, like, That's yeah, weird. dude, you can't get really sick. Like, what are you doing? If I, they were going to pay me, like, millions, and I really had to do it, it would be between that and the deliverance scene with Ned Beatty. Oh, if they I can't pay watch me, like, it. five million dollars. <laughs> but I would, like, call it, I would say, okay, I, I'd get a dog, I'd get the dog, and I'd start feeding it healthy food for oh. weeks. But oh, the trouble with that is then you spend four and a half million on therapy after that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't, you got to pick your But your I still demise. love what did, like, John Waters said is special. Eventually, there's a cemetery for Edith Massey, Divine. We went there. It's called, we went there. We're going to call it Disgraceland. Yeah, that's my, great. And one of my uh, relatives lives in Maryland. He says he'll see John Waters at the bank. That's amazing. I would love to see John Waters at the bank. We went to Hampton. <clears throat> we would drive a lot, you know, once things started lifting a little bit from COVID because we were just going to go socially distance anyways, yeah. like camp or, you know, all this stuff and we drove to Hampton and we went to Atomic Bookstore and my guy had never been there yet and we had brought a plushie doll that we made that Ted made and then I did the hair for it of course and then um, we brought it actually to Divine's gravestone but we were gonna if we saw John Waters we were gonna even maybe give it to him or see if he'd autograph it or something and um, so it was closed but in the 
there's a mail slot, and I went to stick my Pink Flamingo Rochester, New York bumper sticker through it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, some big dude has the door open and was like, can I help you? And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. We're just fans. And I felt so bad. I'm like, Jesus, John Waters is like <laughs> 74 years old. I got a Rochester, New York sticker showing that we're coming from far away. It was. Oh, wow. He's that old. Yeah. 76 this 76. year. 76 this year. Damn. Remember, he started like doing uh, things like 1968, 69. He was doing his some of his early stuff yeah. and everything. You forget because he's so fly. hip. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing, too, is I know like in his like, like his book about Hitchhiking, he'll put the address of Atomic uh, Books because what he collects, and I sent him a couple. Did you? Is uh Hi, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, Andy Calaveras. Yeah. <laughs> Voice to the full potential. Right? Well, it's because I really this is like a John me. Waters episode. <laughs> this is like a John Waters episode. That's the fine. Carnival. Yeah, but he says like so. I, I sent him. Night. I sent him testing. Testing. He likes to try uh, adaptions of movie books. I sent him a Bill and Ted adaptation. I try to find the weirdest possible yes, and just you're mail such him a good to him. Friend. He I just loves man, that I don't shit. want anything from. Him. I just want to yeah. mail it to him, and he's like, "Thanks for the movies." Yeah. Well, and he does a thing, too, or he was, where if you write him a Christmas card, he'll send you one back. Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. Did you? Yeah. Did he send one? Yeah. Yeah, you're lucky. That's so cool. Well, I sent it like the, the beginning. Of the, now, the opposite would be Harlan Allison. It's Harlan Allison hates Christmas, but it was cool. You'd want, no, you'd want to send him a Christmas card because what he would do in green ink, he would return it, but he would sign, I hate cats and Christmas cards on it. Oh, that's so great. I don't know this. who the... He's a sci, sort of a sci-fi author known as, like, uh, the eternal angry teenager, even when he was, like, 70. <laughs> Could you describe him? Do you know him? Who? Carlin Ellison. Oh. Uh, well... You don't have to. I know he's a sci-fi writer, but... Wrote The City on the Edge of Forever. Well, he, Really he, mad I know he did a lot of TV lot of adaptions. TV. And, That's and cool. He, I will uh, take that as my assignment. He did some Star Trek, I believe. And he did, he's done a lot. Yeah. yeah, he's like one of these. Plus, he's like an angry young But he's guy. one of those guys from that era, like Asimov and all those guys. Like He, he kind of seemed to like the transition. He spread himself he out He wrote The lot. Glass yeah. Heat, which is about how TV was making us stupid. That's wrong, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, he joined a gang. Like he, joined, like, he wrote a thing about the seriousness of, like, you would see, like, West Side Story. He wrote about, like, the seriousness of, like, gangs in the 50s. Whoa. I think it was called yeah. Memoirs from Purgatory. It's almost like Soul wow. of Beatson or something. Anything, if That's his that. name's attached to anything, I watch it because... Or read it because I know he, I just like his style. That's great. Tell yeah. me his name again. Harlan, Harlan Ellison. Ellison. All right, that'll be my assignment. To this I remember. Guys. I remember like the one story he tells about like a book signing and like some woman comes up and she's all shocked and he looks at it, it's like what's wrong? <laughs> What's your name like Harlan Ellison? I thought you were an old Jewish woman. <laughs> <laughs> but if you now, get a chance. He, he did a couple Star Trek episodes. Sitting on the edge of which he yeah. actually wrote a book showing how they butchered it in Israel, but it's still yeah. the best Star Trek. Episode. Okay, okay. He's like one of those guys. But going back now, like, how did Pink Flamingo and everything start? How did you, did you get the name because of John Waters or because flamingos are cute? Or well, there's a couple running around in the studio because you're here. Oh, uh, I love <laughs> it. I'll tackle one, jump on it. The, um, I'm from Gates, like you. Yes. So it was kind of like the homage to the cutest the little <laughs> tacky ladies, <laughs> yeah. you know, that like took over their husband's garages and prettied it up. And but isn't it funny how that has sort of re creeped back in? It's, yeah, yeah, every situation. it's such a way to be retro. Yeah. Like, boom, you have a pink flamingo yeah. and, and I used everything to go, else I, now, I know, 
I always used to just call it the mini mall, Westgate Plaza. Oh, I worked there. And they there. would have like some awesome, like they had a magic shop in there, Baskin oh, Robbins. That used bookstore where I bought everything. I worked at FaZe. Oh, over I there. remember FaZe. Yeah. Yeah. FaZe Drugs, yeah. Yeah, Rob, what if we met back I've then? I still got some stuff in my medicine cabinet. Yeah, you were the guy who <laughs> <laughs> threw me out for being obnoxious <laughs> or something. But we had the one, my friend got really big into Cuddy Sark in college. He, oh, yeah. said, he started getting so drunk that he started hallucinating he was a flamingo and he would stand on one leg. Oh, my God. So we tried to cure him, but we went around stealing lawn ornaments to try to bring them to him and show him these aren't you. That's hysterical. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys were the Flamingo Bandits. Yep. I always wanted more tacky in my house, right? Like, I, w- I wanted my mom to be like those ladies where there was white covered, plastic covered furniture. Right. You know, I wanted the whole thing. So the salon, when I started Pink Flamingo, was like that. But I did always have such a deep thing with John Waters again with my mom because I think one of my mom's favorite John Waters is hairspray <laughs> so that was on like repeat my, all the time my girlfriend is a huge flamingo anything with a flamingo she'll buy it whether she needs it or not I sure I know your girlfriend got, too she's, she, she's a good she's been to the Margarita yeah, Sisterhoods yeah. yeah I've been I, able uh, to hang Liz oh and, yeah okay you know and them. Yeah. I, I uh I can't find it. It was like, this was like years ago. We took a trip trip to Toronto. I would have loved to wear it, but I don't know where. It's like I found the Batman shirt I bought. It's like a classic one. But I bought all these shirts that were like, like a dollar. Where? In Toronto. In, like in Toronto. It was in Toronto. This What's that like neighborhood? This Kensington? Young, young. Young Street. Okay. And this was yeah. like, we're talking like when I, this was like, okay, a bunch of guys, we weren't going to see each other again because it was after high school, going off to college. And you know then, no social, you know, you pretty much, you know, Say maybe goodbye. you stay in touch for a year, then you're off, you know. Is that true, that. Andy? I don't know. <laughs> you guys went to high school together? Yeah. Holy shit. Well, I know some people from then too, but anyway, so we found this store and... <laughs> okay, I did. I did go to a spaghetti warehouse there, and I puked the spaghetti out of Homer in an uh, alleyway from drinking too much. But that's another story. Levat Triple X. Now I'll never forget spaghetti. Oh, yeah. Spaghetti out of Homer, which is spaghetti just with cheese on it. And my view was it tasted as good coming up as. It oh, but there well, was, and I got the white album there. John Waters are like And I that. got the white album there because at the time, remember, this is like eons ago. That the exchange rate was like good for oh, us, so that's that. why I bought the Beatles White album there in a record store. But I got all these shirts, and they're really cool. But one of them's just flamingos dripping down pink. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I know it's awesome. somewhere. You know, I mean, I moved around a lot and stuff, and I had as well. I know it's somewhere around the house. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of Toronto, I just um, that fabulous DJ Dark Wave. Oh, he's been Steve. on the show. <laughs> yeah, I love Steve. He procured my Pet Shop Boys and New Order tickets. Um, he was kind enough to, to purchase them from me. So I got a Pet Shop Boys t-shirt coming, but I, I bet you that show was so great last night. Damn. Toronto and seeing all that. Yeah. It would have been so good. But yeah. But Couldn't do it. No, nah, some it. of those I'm like looking at distances to and then the border these days. I know, and I know, I know. Remember back in the old days, I remember visiting friends at UB. We'd go drive across the border to buy beer because it was like 18, whatever. And they'd yeah, be like, the it'd be like midnight and they go, well, what's your purpose on tourism? Yeah. Ten minutes later, we're coming back. Well, well we're going to we want to see the sites, but. Nothing's open. <laughs> they that were just let's go. Remember, then, you just have to give them like the birth certificate. The reverse. Too. When I went to the Ottawa Jazz Fest, they strip searched my car on the way back. 
Oh, yeah, it's always really? harder on the yeah. way back, They rip too. everything out? Yeah, and they're, tar- they're, they're, like, interrogating me. And, like, I have to be a big mouth. It's like I do films. And I want uh, the oppression by the government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, then but, that'll get them to dig but into your so car. So that's how you got into that. How did you get into the whole thing? Did you really, like, are being artistic sort of get into, like, the whole idea of, like, styling and everything? Yeah, I really, I think that's was the uh, thing when I went to hair school was that I really wanted to focus on like doing commercial work and or editorial stuff and especially like 60s like forget it and then um my good friend who lives out in vegas and owns her own shop and she's just this incredible artist we went to hair school together became great friends she introduced me on a on a random night um random morning after a night of her doing a burlesque show to frank and deb and got me a job working with Frank DeBlaze and his pinups. And so I don't even think I had my license yet. And I was working with Frank. And so that was like good, How awesome crash course. How when you do like things like pinups or stuff, do you, did you have an idea? Do they have an idea? Do you try to like, does he have a vision or you have a vision? Or do they say, well, I want to sort of look like this? Kind of both. Like, for sure, with Frank, he's the director, you know, so we would get really good guidance. See, and... I found just from, like, doing this that you have to sort of be in charge, but you try to listen to ideas, and you, you can't have, you have to be confident but not have a big ego. Totally. Or if somebody right. comes up to you and say, says, you know, I think we could do it better this way, and you go, you know what, you're right. Yeah, you got to be open You can't for be it. like, get out of here, my show. Yeah, I'm exactly, like, exactly. I got some of Frank's pictures. He gave me a bunch that he didn't want or something. Band, mostly band stuff, no girl stuff. But yeah, if you ever want any, a few to put in your salon. Oh, amazing. And I was going to say, I remember now. We, I remember because I know you were actually doing hair there. Uh, the shows. What was it? It was like the Hot Rod Betty's Drag thing. It was in Star yes. Alley. Those were yes. awesome. Yeah, Sarah McPike had her Hot Rod Betty store, which was so great. It was awesome. I have to make sure. So you know so Jamea then too. Though. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, sure, certainly. He played at that actually. I yeah, think. he did. And the thing was cool because what I would do is like I'm driving down, I see like these fifties cars go. I know where that's going. Yeah. <laughs> And they had all those rat rods. She, I think she even talked with the city, or who knows, knowing Sarah, but she's so charming. They weren't going to mess with her. She, they had all of from, want to say Avril to Gregory, like on lockdown that you couldn't park on the street wow. unless you had a classic or a rat rod. And me and Trevor Lake, who was great, and Trevor oh, worked Trevor, at, yeah. yeah. We got Austin on. Oh, far out. Austin's... A, we just filmed a movie. He actually... No, we talked about his movie. Out. We, we did we it did. in the basement. So I have a makeshift... I, I don't even mean to air quote that. My <laughs> guy owns a fence company, Rock City Fence. Call him. He's fabulous. Um, and so he put fence wooden fence up in our basement. And during COVID, I was like, all right, well, we're just going to have a speakeasy style right, salon. Like, come on in. But... um so I've done a couple cuts in there, but what it's really going to be known for is Austin Lakes. Uh, I think it's going to be more of like a series thing called Dicks, and I play Asha, the deranged, eccentric. <laughs> he promoted it, actually. He promoted. I think we promoted his last movie. Oh, here, but... awful! Cannot. No, yeah, um, no. You should do hair pharaohs. You should do yeah. hairstyling like the radiation thing with the. So with the thing I have the to bring it. I was oh, going to say yeah. that's a good idea. <laughs> They're going for, for my next scene. I'm going to take it. My big thing for me is like I always say, I'm not middle. I hate like most network TV. I think it's just crap. I can't watch it. Same. Like you know, yeah, Julia too. Roberts. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, mainstream stuff. 
but I'm like either lowbrow or highbrow and yeah. like hey so I, I like so I like really love low culture and like one of the beauties I have like from my job is like we would travel like at the highways and byways in western New York and these stuff you see the junk like the, there's like these weird like houses will have like Skeletons of animals. I found one shop at a giant bowling pins in Ottawa oh. Senators jersey from 1970. Aren't you mad you didn't get those bowling pins? Like, I don't know. Damn. I would have. I would have actually. It was so big. I would have had to like get somebody's truck to transport the. Wait thing. a minute. Was this out towards? It was toward Lewiston. Toward Lewiston. Dude, I know what one you're talking about. My friend <laughs> uh, Jan. I, I'll bring my her up friend again. Pauline. She always used to. You would hit flea markets and the stuff you find. Damn. And I always wanted to get a Velvet Elvis. Um, now I you have, know who's got some? Dave Fiend. See, I, I have a friend who had a band called Velvet Elvis. Oh, I remember but, Velvet But I would look Elvis. for Velvet Elvises all over the place. Uh, one time on Charlie Avenue. <laughs> oh, is that the way? I think they have a lot of them up there. They used to have, remember back in the day, okay, like in Gates and stuff at gas stations? Yes. They would have the they oil paintings. Up. They have yeah. them lined up. Yes. That's where I saw them last, and I... My mom used to live off Charlie Avenue, and I remember driving by like three of them propped up against a tree to grab cash. By the time I turned around, they were gone. Yeah, and there was so another mad. one where my friend Rob and I we came up with like with like a little skit we used to do where we went to Tahoe's late at night. We found Elvis was uh, working at Tahoe's. We discovered it's like, <laughs> garbage plate. That's amazing. <laughs> so speaking of that, I still remember it. Remember, like, how did Sweeney Bob come about? Oh, I um, love you for remembering <laughs> this. I just hey, that's was why bragging I about the it. Big bucks doing <laughs> show yeah, you got a we're good memory. across Rob. the world, even in parts of life. Speaking of Frank, he's got to get dragged into this one too. Oh, he said like he'll be on here sometime. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he, he wants to go come back. Awesome. Yeah. Talk to him. He um. I saw him briefly at the rock and roll thing, but I was like. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, I talked to him just quick because it had been years since I'd seen him. I can't believe it. But no, we, my girlfriend, Jess Miller, she's amazing. She, we met in New York. She was a big um, dinosaur barbecue girl because that's where I got to know all you maniacs, really, was being able to work at Dinosaur. Yeah, too. I remember, like, because I know now they don't do shows, but that's, I, I used to go, but I still all remember, like, Grimy posting, like, on Facebook yeah. one time. It was because it was Samantha Fish. I was there, and we're oh, going, wow. Samantha free. Fish, free, free. Yep. and there's nobody here. So sick. So I saw Derek Trucks when he was like 14, and like his mom would have to bring him, and right? it was so <laughs> good. I, I learned who the High Risers were and the Frantic Flat Tops because of Dinosaur. I, I was I still 19 always when I remember that, and actually I saw her at Garden Vibes. I went up. I want to get oh, her to do yeah. a Zoom show here. Because oh, we be do great. do Zooms. We don't have the private jets still being worked on. We yeah. Patreon, but we can do <laughs> Zooms. But I prefer the studio. But obviously, like, people are, you know, we don't know. You should, you should come by to my house sometime. Because I have so much weird, kitschy stuff I'll that I collect. It. I got I buttons. And we'll do I a got, film show I, from your house. I worked, cool. I worked at a gas station, right, for, like, uh, for a few years. So a lot of times we wouldn't we it was small so we didn't have a lot of room to put up all the promotional crap that they send so i've got bunches of these like big plaques with the snickers bars on them and two for a dollar and oh, and i had the fun. coffee ones that said coffee you know whatever it is but a big picture of a co and i cut it and i put it on my wall right next to the coffee maker oh, so you it's got beautiful. this big cup of co you know mug 
you know. That's I mean, really I like cool. stuff like that. I do, know? too. I do, Andy Warhol, you know, type yeah, It's like absolutely. the back roads of America. You see the giant balls of string, the wet reptile houses, you know, oh, the signs so I've cool. seen where it's like a... Well, that's what I yeah. wanted to do. Like, this is still a dream, um, is I took a train a couple years ago from Rochester to Las Vegas, well, like Kingman, Arizona, technically, yeah. and I would wanted to, like just jump out at different cities like and find out like what was playing there or if I was with like a band or like an act where on the road like on in the train like calling radio stations and being like hey can we shamelessly promote ourselves yeah. like you know we got contortionists and geeks and you know and have like this crazy like P.T. Barnum but modern and, and even more but lowbrow. How, what was the whole That's story cool. of Sweetie Bob though because you well, so Jess Miller was a great writer, director, and producer and host of this show called The Naughty Little Pig Show. It was so fun. <laughs> and I would take freaking buses out there sometimes to help assist and be part of like behind the scenes and stage stuff. She one time got an orchestra of women to play in corsets in really cool undies. Wow. Um, we had an S&M breakdancing mm. couple that like blew my mind. Um, so I wrote a script tease, as Frank coined it, <laughs> and um, where I came out in my underpants, sorry mom, and <laughs> I dressed myself. Just when she thought you broke, she broke you of that. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she, she'd be so proud of this <laughs> terrible show. <laughs> but my friend Jess read the script like limerick style out of like a big oh, wow. it looked like a um children's literature book or something and storybook and it was about so Susie Willpower was in it oh and Deb DeBlaze was in it and I cut I'm pretty sure I cut both of their clothes off definitely Deb's <laughs> I cut off for her <laughs> and um I was just selling uh, we had fake blood cuz you know Sweeney Bob it's right. like Sweeney Todd yeah so it was Sweetie, yeah, Sweetie Bob instead of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> and I had to put the fake blood into non-lubricated condoms <laughs> because I needed them to be in vessels, you know? And yeah. so I just had to, like, bite them. And then right. it was a monstrosity, but we were up there for so yeah. long. <laughs> it was, like, 12 what is that? minutes. That's like there's a thing called Shake's Blood that they had in Star Alley, <sighs> which was an... I. Bless my friends who were in it, like MJ and them, because the one night I went to, it was torrential rain. Uh, but it's all like about it's all violence and fake blood. It was so awesome, cool. like, fun. And I love the stuff where they like the um, streamers will come out, like you know yeah. the accordion paper instead of blood. You know, I love to find it to be you so made me low think brow. about too about. See, I love lowbrow. It's like something. It gets so when you get the joke. Yeah. When you get like that, it's supposed, you know, I think people have a really hard time doing camp. A lot of people just don't do right. well. Well, yeah, because you do need that, like, finesse, that, like, fashion Adam West accent. in Batman, too. That's because if he would have just played it, like, with a wink, but playing it all straight. Yeah. yeah. And while well, we yeah. could just sit back and just go. But I remember, like, the thing from Monty Python. So, okay, like you said, opening the little kid's book. Yeah. So the Rumple Tweezer one. Amazing. Well, Rumple Tweezer lived out in Dingley Dale. <laughs> Rumple Tweezer frolicked with the animals. And Rumple Tweezer bought contraceptives. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> See, I love speaking that. Speaking of camp, I, I like I love writing that almost like goes over your head. Yeah. Like if you don't really pay attention, like I was watching this old one of those old Charlie Chan movies, right? 
and uh, Birmingham, you know, his chauffeur guy. Yeah. He's in this place where they do seances, and he's supposed to get a job. And the guy that was working there was leaving, and he goes something about. He goes, well, what's a seance? And the guy goes, well, he goes, people sit around and then and they hold hands and then they talk to something. He goes, oh, the guy goes, well, it, do does it make what does it do? Does it make people feel good? He goes, well, it raises spirit, their spirits some. That's so and I'm like, what a great line. Yeah, it's so like funny. You watch a lot of those old cartoons. You see stuff, and it's like when you're a kid, but when you're old, you see all the stuff in there that adults are going right, to get. Right, right, right. You know, which is really awesome. And when you can get, like, and it's magic when it really goes down, right? Like when with Justice's Naughty Little Pig show, you know, she had Scott Sterling, who's a great sound man for Dinosaur right. for a long time. And he was like the lead guitarist for this like three piece that she had. And you know, here there the limerick is great. I gotta find the the script because it's great. And there was one part where I cut off the heads of teddy bear or, or like, you know, pulled kittens uh, fingernails out or something, you know, terrible. <laughs> and then they go, the band went into cat, cat scratch fever. And I was just like, yes, like we are and, champions. And that's always dinosaur. I'll always be renowned. That's where I started. I have these college friends. <clears throat> we started, we started a annual lunch during the holidays. We started dinosaur in 1998. Heck yeah. Right. We've been doing it every, we were doing it dinosaur every year. Yep. We switched a little. We've been going back to that. So the only time we couldn't do it was 2020 because you could go to a restaurant. I know. I know. <laughs> I thought that was the first thing One the owner, John Sage, so great friend. And I messaged him the day when Skylark, um, and Herman told me, you know, we're shutting down. I knew shit was serious. And, um, you know, obviously everything closed down around it. But I remember texting John Sage being like, yo, I want to work with you again when all this is over. Because I couldn't wrap my head really around it. Because always since 1998, in problem solving, I always kind of think, well, what would Dinosaur do? Like, not to sound culty, but seriously... You know, like, what would they do for the community or how can they help, you know, with, like, Black Lives Matter, anything like that. I think of Dinosaur giving food to the homeless. And to know, like, during that COVID, that quarantine section, you couldn't you couldn't take food. You didn't know how people were getting right. any kind of spread. And it was just a nightmare. It was so, And that was, like, the thing that really kind of, like, made my knees knock of, like, oh, my God, Dinosaur had a close. Yeah, like, are they like, going to be okay? I went shopping for like Deb Jones when I first started. She asked me, would you mind going to Wegmans? And she gave me the list. Like, Heck, <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. You couldn't. Oh, yeah. And that's what I was going to say. Like, Nuts. being a business owner and stuff and transferring to what you do now. I mean, you're hit, like, I know with my business, like, we like stuff's coming back now. Yeah. But, and, you know, the thing is, too, okay, like, we've never really been through something like that. You hear about it, and you just, you know, we're in America, we're, you know, be over a month, whatever. You Dude, know. I know, right? Now you're we're then, still kind of lingering Yeah. Now I see, like, it's Four getting, like, years. I know it gets worse, not worse, not. But you don't expect that. And then people, Three these years. days, unfortunately, things are so insane. Either you can't just, like, put something over, like, look, just, okay. It's got to be a conspiracy. You got to get the nutcases who just. I know. I know. I. I. You. You're speaking my language. We have the anti-vaxxers by the ridge. By the ridge all the time. I would go by them. I remember going out there and I would go for walks. And I don't wear a mask when I'm walking by myself. Yeah. There are these religious characters out there, and like, okay, look, they have a right to be on the street corner, but that's sure, sure. No, they but, don't. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I. So I walk around one. It's like COVID though. But I'm trying to say, the guy coughs on me. 
I can wow. feel it. Can't uh, do it that's I literally was dude. going for three yeah, right? weeks, like looking at the countdown for 14 days, waiting for symptoms. Uh, um, I know because it's like for all the test in. kits and stuff. I know. So scary. I well, feel bad for the restaurants that they had to do all that construction with making screens and putting up frames. I'll give it up. Your friend Janine who owns Avino, I remember I tried to support. I tried to support by getting takeout. So what I literally told her, so I go to get takeout. What you do, you you know you order, you text them. I said, okay, Jen, this is the way I look at this, the way you're dressed and everybody looks. It's like, well, a hospital decided to make extra money by selling food out of the ER. So it's like, uh, doctor, uh, doctor, stop working on the liver transplant. Yeah. We got some beans and that's hysterical. We're sell. Oh, that was go. crazy. I dropped that bladder <clears throat> in the stew. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, it's bladder stew. It's and then bladder. you say too, you get like like a lot of people. Like I know a lot of musicians, obviously, who were doing the stuff online. But you got to remember a lot of people's careers and stuff. Yeah, and everything it else. was so fucking. But how weird. did you go? You managed. To you're still around. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I work with really great people at my the salon that I work at, Surface Salon, and these are like the best of the best hairstylists, in my opinion, in the state. And I, they, I, we just went slow as hell. Like, if salons opened up, we were like, okay, we'll come back in well, two weeks. What I did, after. I can tell you for this one, I actually, I was out in Albany. I was debating because, okay, you heard this was like by New Rochelle by Albany. My friend was playing in Albany. I'll go, okay. So I go and I hang out with her and I'm like, oh, I have a podcast the next day. So I like get here at eight o'clock. Do the, and there was, and it turned out to be the last podcast. Actually, it's Susie and Amanda Stone. Oh. Those two okay. shows. But it turned out to be the last show we had here before they closed down. So on Monday, I went to get a haircut. And like the salon I went to, I remember at the point, they had one person with the two things spraying down every aisle. Yeah. And then right. I went to go return. Then I knew it was getting real because I went to return some books to the library and the library was closed. Yeah. Which is cool because I got to keep the books for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, and it was, you know, there was moments, minus being afraid, I feel like... I remember my friend Michelle saying to me, we are going to long for these days. And it's true. In a way, true. I did. Because, like, look, I went through five years with dementia. My dad sure. passed away in January. And then all of 2020, my dog was on her last legs. And I had to Dude. stay up with her all night on Christmas to have her put away the next day. Uh, so this was not the best time. And I actually went through after my dad's stuff. Like, I just didn't want to. I just said, okay, but I just can't. I just have to be my, I, you know, you go through all that. Yeah, I Isn't got something wild? going on with my cat. I got to call the vet tomorrow. That's what, why I was late. That's why I don't have pets, you guys. You don't. Uh, I know, I'll never, and I admit I this. I've said this, and, uh, you know, I don't want to sound like a jerk. Well, I am, but, <laughs> but I said I'll never get another dog again. That's now, people, some people, like, some people are like, what's wrong? It's like, look, you either know or you don't know. Okay, yeah. hey, you don't go through, like, what stuff like this. It's like yeah, I went through that. One somebody too, actually said this to me, and this was like I took it like I was saying, like some friend of mine, like my, you know, my dad passed away, then my dog died. He goes, you know, that even hits you even worse in yeah. some ways. Yeah, it does. It does. And people who know it or you don't know it. Okay, I know. Like, think we're crazy. Like we're gonna like protest. Like you know everything about. <laughs> but how did you? One of the cool things though, I want to talk a little about fashion because obviously we have our fashion plate here in Greg. <laughs> fashion yeah. Easter nightmare here. <laughs> yes. But I still remember, like, really cool. I love, like, drag queens and stuff. We did uh, yes. we did Lipstick Massacre. Awesome. Which was one of the most fun plays we've ever done with Pandora. And, oh, my goodness. When was that? This Where was, was that? This was, like, 2020. And we had it at uh, Muck, but then we had the parties at uh, Tilt. 
2020? Gosh, didn't. 2010, excuse me. Oh, got you. Yeah. Got you. Okay. I'm but hearing so, now. So we had, there was, we had, them, like, it was like Kasha Davis, Pandora Bob. It was so, so fun. The parties. The we named a drink the Meredith after one of our performers at uh, Tilt. That's a great drink. I remember, like, going with uh, Kasha the one night at Edibles for the opening party, drinking every martini on there. Debating whether cats and dogs better. I'm going. I'm debating with the dad, dad queen whether cats or dogs better. Drinking a great martini. That's uh, lucky dog. The thing That's I always so say, cool. and maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong on this, but every drag queen I've known, I call them superheroes. Yeah, they. Because what I do is, if you meet them out, and they're themselves, they're the shyest people, and yeah. I think that plays into. Well, because they are shy. Well, this is a different person. I can be flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. The best one. It's a character. There's but so I'm many ones. Your Halloween. I'm thinking the Halloween show at Skylark was so awesome. It was so awesome. What did right? you? I remember you dressed as something. As I saw, you. I was the only person who didn't dress up. <laughs> that year, I think I was. I can't remember. There was one. That was time a long time it was. ago. It was like. I liked going as like zombie girls, like. You know, dried leaves in my hair and stuff like that. So I remember doing one of that. That could have been it. But yeah, Lady Jane, rest in peace. She passed away a few Christmases ago. But she was always the most punk out of all of the queens back in like the mid 90s. We would go to Marcella's every oh, day. Oh, Marcella's. <laughs> Dude, it was the best. And you had Heather Sky, who is the ultimate, the most gorgeous. They also passed away in March of I want to say 2010. I've been saying that, but and I've also had the sirens and stilettos people on here. Awesome. Speaking of some good superheroes, hell yeah, Erica, Miss Ruby Sparkles. I'm a huge fan. Oh yeah. But no, with the Halloween show you're talking about, that was El Destructo. Yeah, Love El oh, Destructo. Yeah. Who was the DJ? He was like the, the host, the MC. He was the MC. And then you had Harmonica Lewinsky playing a few sets. We had a huge costume party. Holy shit, I still think of the costume. No, I, that's what we did. We actually were out. We came down. I have to be the only dud not dressed up. Yeah. But I was just a Sam and serial killer. We look at everybody else. Yeah, perfect. Oh, and... Raven was Medusa, I think. Oh, that was a great year. She was great. She went as an old man one time, too, that killed me. Hmm. She was a good old guy. But, yeah, and then uh, Lady would, um, when Lady performed back in the mid-90s, this, it was called Life's a Drag. You had Darien Lake, you had Ambrosia Salad, you had Pandora, Heather Sky, Aggie, and Lady. And Lady would always do, like, Lords of Acid. Yeah. Or I forget who sings that song. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. You know that one? Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, just the best. And then would do, like, Sinead O'Connor or Blondie. So anytime, whatever Lady Jane did, I would end up going to, like, media play and getting, like, the maxi single CDs <laughs> and just, like, learn so much music. Brent, who was Heather Sky, was when you say superhero stuff, he would just stun you with how the confidence and the sex and beauty from him that I would watch people like freeze because of the way, but as not in costume, not as Heather Sky, he was so timid, still completely badass and punk, but like on like a four tier, like low key like you had no idea that this guy would 
devour you on a Saturday night at a drag show. But <laughs> I think to, also, and I'm probably totally wrong on this too. But I mean, we have our fashion plate usually comes in with his fedora. <laughs> his, no, you do. He even dressed nice. as a banana one time. Hunter Thompson hat here. Oh yeah, that's yes. a good bucket. That's <laughs> a good but I bucket. think it's creative freedom, probably too. Where like somebody's trying to think like what would fit me, and like when you do fashion this stuff, how much do you like would you ask somebody? Okay, what kind of look are you looking for, and offer suggestions or you know, you yeah. Go, I like what you're saying, though. As but like, far you have as... like a little. Sometimes we all have biases, though. We're like, we might like some fifty star, like some horror, like something we really like, some horror movie, and we try to do that spin on it because we yeah. like it because we always we bring our own perspectives to everything. Yeah. And I think if you give people, that's what I've always said. Like for artists, it's like David Gerald, the writer. He's putting me as a character in one of his books. Awesome. And I, he said, "What do you want?" It's like I'm going to make you a bad guy, obviously. Yeah. But <laughs> I said, "No." I say, "Look, I respect creative freedom." Right. Just, Go wild! Just don't make me like like some don't. pervert like going <laughs> right. Where I don't have to answer. Yeah, I don't for want this. to do that. Yeah, <laughs> no, same. You make same. hey, that's the guy that was. Remember yeah, like it's that, like you don't want to tell a tattoo that thing artist. Get shorty, the thing yeah. like get shorty, Danny DeVito. I'm so glad you didn't cast me as Eddie Solomon, the pedophile clouded <laughs> birthday boy. <laughs> it's like no, I don't want any of that. Okay, no, <laughs> and it's great. like but if you give people freedom, but maybe yep. they might like okay, but if they bounce ideas off you. You know, and sometimes, and I think, like, everything you do, like, when we started this, probably, like, when you started playing, you probably look back and go, ugh. <laughs> but then the more you get into yeah. doing yeah. things. Well, you got to sort of, when it comes to stuff like that, you got to really be thankful for the people that put up with you. Yeah, for you sure. Know, you were less than stellar back then, you know, when you start out on anything. So. Well, and I think that that's what grow, you know? is always the most attractive of fashion and art is the refinement. And also, too, like, you got to keep grit somehow in there. Yeah. And back to John Waters, doesn't he say the um, uh, ill-fitting is always in fashion? So you he dresses like, you know, you'd have a shirt sleeve just a little bit shorter than the one on the right, which right. would drive me crazy, but... Just kind of keeping your eye always on the, you know, back burner of like, okay, cool. I, whatever it is, I've had some non-fashion winners, and you know, the deliberate and kind of like personal style, I think, is what. Well, you got to have a little sense of humor. I've been thinking to actually John Waters' comments about the Wizard of Oz lately, <laughs> where he's like, you know, oh, Glinda was so the funny. real villain because she could have sent Dorothy home any time, but she put her life. Right. And I love it. It's like, why would Dorothy ever leave? There's a gay lion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you ever want to leave? That's so I, I, funny. I'm a big fan of washing machine mistakes. So oh, cool, cool. Something I hear bleeds you. on something, you know, and then you pull it out. Oh, my God, it's, it's ruined. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's not. That's but, you it. know, like That's when you're a kid, you're growing up, your mom's doing your ironing and stuff. Yeah. Like, you finally do your own wash. So the first time I did totally it, I, uh, <laughs> I threw a bunch of, I ended up getting a lot of pink clothes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great, though. Or like, you know, even like a little shrinkage. Yeah. Because, you know, it changes things. Yeah. There is the... Um, Kind of like hold your breath and jump feeling too. With you got to be it's a little like, brave. I don't. They might call it fun, but it's like some people can look at like creative minds will look at like somebody's like a songwriter might look at like something in here and a song pops up. Mm-hmm. You know, like you might just anything, but like a creative mind. Go to a junkyard. You have your art. You can make yeah. something that's just oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I was like a hardware store. I always think it's going to be like more trinkety than it is. We're like, ooh, I'm going to get a pair of earrings. Like, that's the feeling I get whenever I go into a hardware <laughs> store, even though it's like, but I never mind it. I'm like, okay, like, there was something exciting I, going in there. I, I'm big on repurposing things. It drives Debbie crazy. 
like I'll take something and totally use it for something that it's not designed for, just to see you if know, you can, and if it you works, can, you know, yeah. and then little, you know. And I just enjoy. But I would doing do weird. That. I just do cool. like my weird eccentric stuff. Like what I would do is, I would sometimes like I wear a shirt and tie, but then I wear like purple sweatpants. Yeah, yeah, that's like great. That. Yeah. But yeah. I think some people look, they're almost like either doing homages maybe to somebody they like, like an older star, or they're trying to be themselves. Yeah, and a good smash-up of both. I've definitely learned throughout the last couple of years, especially when I attend weddings, that having something a little weird or unique always looks best for me. Like, if you put me in a... I, I went to a wedding last October, and I had two dresses in mind. One was a green one. It was really nice, but I looked very professional which is right. fine, but that's kind of not me. Like, And that can kind of turn punk for me. Like, if I'm real preppy, I kind of feel a little badass. But I ended up going with this cool pink satin dress, and it worked out. But when we went to the um, church, dude, the bride's grandma walked in with the same dress wow. that I was about to wear, that green one. Where I felt too professional. I had the one. I almost died, dude. I would have, My I knees had the were one. shaking. Because I go into Catholic schools, I would always try to screw with the dress code by wearing, like, funny ties or yeah. stuff. So I had the one. It was great because at this time, okay, I remember, like, you're, uh, like, a teenager. What, ca- like, what Catholic school out there? Mooney? Oh, okay. But, but you were a Gates kid. I get so, it. So I go in. I have this shirt. It's got all polka dots. Mm-hmm. One of the girls in our class is wearing one. Oh, uh, nice. crush. That's and I wanted to wear, I wanted to wear a pink my... nightgown in for like one dress up day, but they took it away. Oh, <laughs> but so I would badass. like wear, but the one, the best one, this happened to one of my friends and my good friend Mike Sheldon. So they had the dress code, which is like horrible. He comes in and he's wearing like stonewashed jeans. Now he's very well dressed. Okay. Very. They say, okay, you gotta, you gotta change. You can't wear these jeans. Yeah. Now he looks immaculate, right? His he goes. He works at our, my, our friend Jeff Bauman, who's on his dad owned lodge on the green. They mm. worked there the night before. He goes down there. What does he do? He gets like corduroys, which you could wear, button down shirt. Gets like a string tie, <clears throat> all grease splatter and dirty. But regulation. He comes back that's and he wears so it. Great. I, kept I think a that's bunch why I wanted ties. that. I wanted <laughs> to always have a uniform. Not for anything else, but because to do what you guys are doing, like tricking it out a little. Yeah. Like, well, I always, I always thought that like, was really like, wear cute. wear my long jacket all the time. That's what I would always do and everything else. But I was like, go to a school like that in the Burbs. It's like, with the kind of music. Oh, I was loved. I remember like making a gun club thing for somebody. And I get back, that sucks. Why don't you hear some good music? It's funny, yeah. Especially like when you're, I always think like when you're in a situation like that, you have to make the best of it because you know you don't fit in, you don't belong. Yeah, you just want to just count the days to get out of there. Well, I think that's where the meat is. If you try to conform, you're going to be miserable. I've learned that, right? And I, but I do think that that's where style and art is is in that struggle of of not conforming and getting creative with your uniforms or you know just. Having something for expression, you know. My big complaint, which I've been complaining about for the last months on this well, show. Well, that's usually what you do with complaints yeah. there, Yeah, Brad. but the big complaint. <laughs> that's why you're the co-host, Greg. That's why I need you here. I, I have to point that. out the obvious. But I've know. been complaining a lot about, okay, you like what you like. Why don't you at least try what you don't like? Why do you want to be like everybody else, like the way you did? Like music. Okay, you go support this. Go support this. All you did was lose like 10 or 10 bucks, maybe. Yeah, I agree. You know agree. why? And if you don't like it, maybe guess what? You might like that and do something else. Or why? I'm always down for something 
that I I I'm not. And, and I, I, say, I, I say, I'm it. never bored. I'm like never. Like I see a lot of people who just I think they go out because they're like, oh, let's go see the latest cover band, which is fine. You want to have fun, go see them, but. You know, go try something else you might like. Go try a different film. Why do you want to go see the latest? Uh, you know what? I, I started to go. stop That's doing why I used to go though. A little, yeah. I like to go out alone. I certainly like to I do too. I always, I, always like I always will run into you. By see, myself. I always do that. I prefer to. And I'd like to, you know, I'll sprinkle around because I, I, I'm fortunate to have a lot of friends that don't know each other. So I kind of like. That's me exactly. Yeah. Obviously. Kind of just I come around. in. I know everybody. I never like like going to shows and stuff with anybody because I say I'm trying to listen to the music. I have a lot of yep. friends there. Like I went to see Spam a lot. We went. Oh, cool. Like I go to ballet, we go. We go stuff like that. But yeah. I, otherwise, I just rather just uh, go. Like I love going Do a like, solo on, style. like talking forever over ice cream or coffee, especially coffee. Love, but, yeah. But otherwise, if I go to like concerts, I love just going by myself. Same. And I'm like the lonely traveler. I, I know everybody. Number one. <laughs> I know you do. You do. And I and same. Like I, I'm fortunate. Remember, okay, I like the rock. And what'd you think of the rock and weekend this weekend? I know we were. Uh, oh my god, Baron Splitfield blew my mind. You have to understand. You've seen Baron's, haven't you, Greg? What is Barrett's it? Whitfield? He's so great. No. He's Little Richard on speed, basically. But, yeah, and kind of I've like athletic. Name, like he's like he's jockey. Like, he's like 67 years old. He the... is not. Yes, he, he is. is. Look not. it up. Look it up. I thought he was like 45 at the most. No, he will. you will get tired watching him. But the thing Tom told me, Tom Cohen, he said he's had him a couple shows. He gets so excited he broke his glasses. Yeah. Get out you of here. You got to understand, he's kinetic. He like gets yeah, you. Yeah, so cannot, true. But he's awesome. Great. I love him. Great guy. Great musician. Good God. It was great. And I love Abilene. I really do. I love Danny. I love the I do, too. The thing about Danny, too, is he supports local music, but he's willing to reach out to other, like, he'll see something and try something different. Yes. No. And what I was going to say, too, about, like, going out alone and everything, one of my big pet peeves, and because it hurts me, is campaigning. To I have such an array of friendships and um, styles of people that I love, and but campaigning to go out with me to go see a show. Uh, oh, like, I've got trust lately, me. Uh... I am not going to take you to see shit. I'm not going to put you in <laughs> danger. And they, I have so many friends that just. And I get it. I don't want no, somebody to like. I don't want somebody to bust my balls if I don't want to go do something. We're all working on boundaries. All this kind of horseshit. I've been friends with some of my friends since high school. I've had a really struggle with it's that. It's hard. It is. It's a struggle. Like, it hurts my feelings. I always feelings. say like this. I have like a cat personality. I'll come back. Mm-hmm. Sorry to mention a cat, Greg. Uh, uh, it's okay. <laughs> sweet, sweet kitty cat. But how do you? But I have like this personality. If you know me, you know we're friends. I always say it's like the idea of friends. Like you can get somebody to contact you from third grade you never saw before, and you're like, "What the hell? Mm-hmm. This is, I don't know this person." You get other person you haven't seen in 15 years. You run into them. It's like yesterday. I know. And anybody that I know, the beauty. If, if I'm a friend and somebody's a friend, I know they're friends. You don't have to see me every day or anything. And else. I'm not not going to take it personal anymore. I try not to with. You know, we all have our thresholds and our limits. So get mad that someone doesn't want to come see the spits. Well, this is why I'm engaged now to Ted because he knew that I would love that on Valentine's Day. It's right. romantic. It was a rip. We had so much fun. So I'm not going to try to get. Oh, so what's he playing then? Is, the... is he playing a band or anything? Uh, no, he, well, he's picked up and he has played in bands before. He loves the whole process of anything art. He likes to tinker as far as, um, he acts. He's a real good actor. Yeah. So he's. he's I think at the end, vast. you do have to do what you want to do That's for yourself. Cool. And like yeah. people, it's not even it's not selfishness though. It's like you 
could be very good for friends. I'm very loyal to friends. Me too. I've been burned because that's the saddest part of my life is the worst people I've had in my life is because I've been too nice. Uh-huh. Now, but I've gotten rid of all of them. I've gotten older and wise. Good. But, I mean, road. people know, like... You know, I'm not gonna. I always say I'm not married to anybody in terms of going out, or yeah. I could I could love somebody. If we were going out every day, I'd want to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Let's go and by the canal. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> off you go. Goodbye, little. Want to go Want to go see the lion at the zoo? <laughs> you know, my my uncle got pissed on by the lion at the zoo. Yeah. Oh, it's almost like a blessing. So John Waters could do a thing okay, about this. Okay, so funny because I was just gonna bring up that when we were doing that. Um, Outline me and my girlfriend Jan going back and forth about like how the hell can we meet John Waters? How can I meet him? Um, I'm like, what if he could come to Canal Street where the salon was and instead of like blessing a corner with like holy water, what if he peed in the corner? Yeah. What if he drew a little mustache and you know, <laughs> and but now after meeting him, I'm like, he would never do well, that. The only He's comment I made about him was. Because he took forever to like sign his like what, after the Christmas show, I don't know people are waiting in the line. back. And I, I'm going like my friend and I look at each other going, he's probably blowing a bunch of whippets. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his poppers. You know what I said about him? Though? I said yeah. I take him. He's like one guy, and maybe there's like under five people. I bet that guy just loves. He's so happy with his life. He just yeah, dude. Such you a, can tell. Just loves his you life. Can tell. On his, he's living on his terms. Yep. You know, and I'll say actually, I think like like him or not, I think Rob Zombie's like that. He does what he wants. I'm right. in. I'm, I would agree. Yeah, I love Rob Zombie. I, I, think I saw I saw him. It he's was gorgeous. It was one of the best shows. Sherry was there, but they couldn't do it uh, because it was too. But he was Sherry playing Mon. with Ozzy, right? He would stop at small clubs, so he played at Water Street. Get out! And he did. He wore a Santa hat. Uh, and, I, he, and then he go tour with, and he's like, "I like playing these little joints, and I'm going to go play Madison Garden with Ozzy." Oh, it's so and it was, cool. And if you get that live record, the one he did, that's exactly a show. And he came up with the Santa hat. That's so that's sick. the thing from Halloween when they opened. You know what? And John Waters, when I saw him at yeah. Babeville years ago, he brings up about how New York is dead. No one's from New York no more. No, you know, anybody that lives there, I they're not from there. He lives in Provincetown. He doesn't live in Maryland anymore. He lives in Provincetown. Well, this is, I'm acting like I talked to him. I just read an interview with him, like from August. So that's all. He, okay, so you might be on it. He lives in Provincetown, like mainly the most part of the year. Like from oh yeah, you know I Memorial remember that now. And I remember that. I and then he is in, in Baltimore. Show. He'd be like the kind of guy, like a little podcast from like Rochester. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I don't even know if he would do a Zoom because he's not at all. He's Tactical. not on any social media, any oh, I know any he does emails. It. I bet you he would come, but when he talks about. Can you imagine um, him coming Bayville, into the studio? With he talks about how he loves Rochester and Baltimore and Buffalo because it does have that punk rock. You've got that underbelly and depravity here still. Right. So I think that we're, we. You know what? I always it. say, He's like, cool. I have, like, I know some of the people, like, other people I reach out to for stuff. If you're polite and you ask, how's that going to hurt? Right. You know, right. So. And I think that if he was in town and you talk to his manager and his people, we try to get him to go to the Golden Tiki in Vegas. And I think that the people at the Golden Tiki thought that I, he was my friend and I was not going to deny okay, that. Okay, big like, you. Yeah. I have to have your opinion. I think, I, okay, Rob Zombie, you're a fan like I am. Uh-huh. I like all those movies. Thoughts on the Monsters? I'm in. I'm in. I think it'll be fun. I... um. I'm not even like a huge horror movie fan. I just honestly think that Rob Zombie underneath maybe, all that hair is yeah. so attractive. Yeah, but maybe and too, I dig like, the 
you know, a lot of people, like a lot of people are purists, like look at the old series. I, I'm trying to say, like, okay, with the trailer, you only saw under three minutes. You know, and he's, so he loves it. I know the person who played Herman loves He's got, like, actually Fred Gwynn memorabilia. Oh, wow. So. I also think, too, with the Wednesday, what they're doing with the Adams Family. But Tim Burton's directing some of those he series. He loves the Adams Family. Some of those episodes on it. I think that, um, I don't know, like, I mean, I love Madonna. So anything that comes up that is, like, imitation Madonna, I get a little aggressive or bristly yeah. about. So I get where, you know, I definitely, with the Rob Zombie thing, I got to let his fans take him. I just think he's real cool, and I I definitely do a little crossover from my hip-hop, rock and roll, pop life. That's like us. We go to all kinds of music. You yeah. have to enlighten me on this Adams Family Monsters thing. I don't know. Okay, but Monsters so, is Rob Zombie's movie. You know that. That's coming out. Oh. It's on DVD. Actually, they're selling it on DVD and it's going to stream. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, it wasn't one of those it. straight to it was gonna go. Or... It was going to go to the film. Then they pulled it. I didn't they, know. You could buy the DVD and I'm actually going to buy it. Yeah. Uh, but you can also stream it, I guess. I'd stream on, it for sure. Hulu or whatever. I've, and I love Sherry Moon, man. I do She's too. She's so badass. Awesome. But I, um, then the Wednesday is the Adams Family spinoff. It's on Netflix coming up oh, in yeah. a couple Tiburri, weeks. Tiburri yeah. But you got Luis Guzman. You know who he is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. He's playing um, Gomez. Oh, wow. And Catherine Zeta Jones is playing oh, Morticia. And always yeah. remember, like, be John Aston rules, but he does Gomez. Well. If you look at Charles Adams, kind of, he's more Hispanic looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know? Yeah. And um, I loved the movies that they did with Christina Ricci. Oh, yeah. Well, Wednesday. Christina Ricci yeah. was like, especially I guess she's going to come in. I guess that they're, she, they won't say yeah. what role. The part, though, was still at the Thanksgiving where she tries to smile. She's trying to smile. That's hysterical. Because Carol Stroykin is Lurch oh. from Twin Peaks. I think he was in Twin Peaks. No shit. But this has been so. This has been awesome, and the this time is, amazing. is flying. Why am I coming back? So yeah. soon. Well, yeah, I want to come you, back. You'll be yeah, back yeah. next time. I'll be back. Certainly, <laughs> but we, the time flies through and everything. Greg, do you have anything popping up soon? Uh, today, I'm playing at Smoking Joe's. All right. Oh, and then shit, last night, I played Joe's a dock party. This is the weirdest. It's not weird, but it's like behind, like, you know where Murph's is? Yeah. yeah. You go across the street. And then you go, you drive around, you go under the bridge. Lucky dog. And then there's like all these dogs. Those sheds and stuff, yeah. right? Like the fishing sheds. Yeah, and it's just like these people throw a huge party and we played and we got paid and clam bake and. Oh, man. So it's done stuff. for the season type of thing. Well, we have to round up all the flamingos in here. I know. Let me have them back. Yeah. Have some cinnamon toasties or whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> drop them on the floor. But we'll well, we're going to play because actually, for once, we have somebody who isn't a musician, sort of. So we're going to we always play something again for for this is uh King Buffalo put a new album out, Regenerate. Right. Now, if you get the album and it's limited, so go on their site and get it. It's an awesome bone uh, album cover with like it's spacey. And if you don't know them, this is like space rock. So I gotta, Sabbath. I gotta plug um, Renee. Oh Heninger. yeah, I'm, that's what you're she's here incredi- for. Incredible, Renee. Um, she's an artist and just all around groovy. And I just did her hair, and her partner is, um, you'll say his name, and 
He's Here's awesome. Sean. He's got the long dark hair. And Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Yeah, she's been Shit. on the show. Love they Sean are, McVay. Sean is. Uh, they just did their European tour. They're touring America. Closest to coming to Rochester. They usually play the day before Thanksgiving year. Uh, whatever they're playing Buffalo. Okay. They're playing, but they play Europe all year. They Kicking go on tour. Ass, he dude. came on the show just before they took off. They're like road dogs. Yeah. This is like Space Rock, Sabbath, Pink Floyd. So we need about an hour to play one song, obviously. <laughs> so <laughs> it's called Regenerator. Go on their site, look up their stuff. It's really awesome. Awesome. It's really out there. We're going to play, might as well play the freaking title track, Regenerator, because nice. I can't really see. In this light, and I, can't I love read the, the success they're getting. So, they are groovy. Bravo to them! Yeah. So thanks, Jen. Thanks as always, Greg. Thanks, Hope they catch better. Thanks, Rob and Greg. And yeah, I'm gonna get home and see what's going on. I... Tell your Debbie I said hi too, my I fellow would. flamingo. I didn't realize you guys Margarita know each other. sister. See, we yeah. want to play Pretty Flamingo, but we get we can't. Yeah, right. so be pulled. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks we a lot. Get out We're there. out of here. See We're you. Out. Bye.